You are listening to the Ebony Covering Black America Podcast Network, presented by Walmart. This is Holly Cotton, and thanks for tuning into my show, Beyond the Fit. I know that we have some listeners that are tuning in because they're actually interested in the fitness aspect of being health. And although Beyond the Fit, we want to go beyond just looking fit, I want to also emphasize being fit and those important things that we need to do to make sure that we are taking care of the outside, staying in shape, doing those types of things as well. Today, I kind of want to just touch on some of the general topics about fitness, whether or not you are already a fitness person and you're looking to supplement your current regimen, or if you're just trying to figure out how to start, I want to be able to give some information that maybe you don't know about or some lingering questions that you have in today's show. As a fitness professional, I get asked the same two questions for anyone who's starting off trying to start getting fit. The first question is always, how do I start? Because sometimes you just don't know. And another common question is about nutrition. So usually those two topics come up because of several different factors. One, someone went to the doctor and the doctor said, "Uh uh-uh, you need to lose some weight or they got diagnosed with some type of health issues. They realized that they need to lose weight themselves. You go to try on a pair of shorts you wore two years ago and you can't even zip them up. Sometimes people start by going to a gym or a supplement shop and they have one of those fancy scales with all of the numbers and everything on it and then they hand them this piece of paper And they have no idea with all of these body fat analysis, water analysis, body mass, all of these things. So they don't know what to do with that. Sometimes people, they want to start working out and they get motivated because something happened to a loved one, their family member or or someone from work, whatever. Someone had a health scare or someone died from something. And now that jump started their motivation to want to get health. One of the most common reasons why people decide that they want to start getting healthy is because they broke up with their boo and they want to hit them with the revenge body. (laughs) That is like one of the most common things because why? You want to say, look what you're missing. Whatever the reason is that the person is deciding that they want to start, one of the first questions that they usually ask are, okay, now how do I start? What do all these numbers mean? Let me just start off with some basic facts that you should know about and some basic terms. One of the most common terms that you hear when you're talking about being in shape or being overweight is called BMI, which is a body mass index. And basically a BMI is some sort of graph that they came up with, and it is based off of height, weight, age, and they're giving you like, okay, if you're this tall and you weigh this much, this is what your body mass index is or your BMI score is. And a lot of times it's not very accurate because some people are in shape. Some people are not. When people look at me, I weigh 165 pounds. I'm very muscular because I work out a lot. Some people weigh 165 pounds and they're not, and they look very obese. So if you're looking at just a BMI chart and you look at those numbers, technically I would be considered overweight. But if you look at my body fat 
percentage, which is another number that you're going to hear about, that's more accurate. When you go to the somewhere, the gym or the supplement shop or wherever, and they have the fancy scale and you basically grab the little handles and the little electrodes go on your thumbs and on the soles of your feet, and it actually measures your body fat percentage. And in that body fat percentage, that's what tells you whether you're overweight, underweight, athletic weight, you know, whatever. They have different ranges on that. Me as a fitness professional, I always try to go by the body fat analysis more than a BMI score. Another thing is, is that they'll do blood tests when you go to the the doctor or if you go to some type of one of these holistic clinics. A lot of times what they do is they take blood samples and they look at your liver enzymes and all of these other things to see how healthy you are on the inside as well. A lot of times they also measure how hydrated you are, how much water weight you have as well. So there's tons of numbers that you can use, but just so you know, whenever you're going somewhere and they're starting to do some type of like workup on you, make sure that you're looking at that body fat percentage. And body fat percentage is what you want to drop when you're trying to get in shape. You have a body fat percentage that's 28%. We want to make sure that you're dropping that to a healthier level. And that's how you're going to determine whether or not your regimen that you're doing to get in shape is working. We want to make sure that we have weight training exercises because we want to make sure that you're building muscle. Yes, cardio is great for cardiovascular health, endurance, things like that, that will help you lose weight. But what we want you to do is we want to make sure you're eating the adequate amount of protein. And we want to make sure that you're adding some type of weight training, strength training, resistance training, something that requires you to build muscle because muscle is what's burning fat and calories at rest. And muscle is what's going to help you bring that body fat percentage down. Just some little key terms about that process or whatever, because we want to make sure that you're definitely informed whenever you decide whatever it is that you're deciding that you want to do always be informed. And I also have tons of workouts on my Instagram page. I always put a link to my Instagram page and the episode information. It's hollycotton underscore. And I have a lot of reels that use weights, that use body weight, that use resistance bands. So if you're looking for any type of examples, I have tons of information. Now, what happens whenever you are starting off working out or say you haven't worked out in a while and you're trying to remember how to work out or what to do? I have some key things that I also wanted to tell you about that when you are starting. First, make sure that you are warming up. A warm-up is so crucial to prevent joint pain, to prevent you from having any type of injuries. You can do several different things to warm up. You can walk. You can, you know, walk on the treadmill. You can walk around the neighborhood. You can walk around the track. You can do jumping jacks or things like that. You can jog if walking is not, you know, if your fitness level is that walking is too light, you can start jogging. But whatever it is, you want to make sure you do a good warm up between about three 
in five minutes. It's very, very important. Even me as a conditioned athlete, I always make sure that I warm up. Sometimes I do the row machine. Sometimes I ride the bike. Sometimes I do the Stairmaster, whatever it is. I always make sure that I warm up before I start working whatever body part that I'm doing that day. Also, you can make sure you can add different kinds of stretches to your warm up as well. You can do like high knee pulls, like slow it. You can do walking lunges. You can do body weight squats. Like there's other exercises that you can do as well. Just make sure that, you know, if you're going to go work out legs, that you're actually warming up those muscles. So when you actually start lifting weights or you start your regimen, whatever your workout routine is, that those body parts are warmed up. And that's going to really help you because especially if you haven't worked out yet, you don't want to come to the gym or go start a workout routine wherever you're working out and just go straight into it. Make sure you're doing that. Three to five minutes is what I recommend. Another way to warm up that I always recommend is jump rope. If you cannot jump rope, don't worry. You don't have to jump rope. You can actually just simulate the motions of jump roping. Another thing is that with the jump rope is that you just want to make sure that you're doing it at a pace for you. You don't want to cause injury or anything like that. Some people have hurt knees and then they say, oh, jump rope. Or some people don't have a lot of mobility and then you start jumping. When you're overweight, you can actually cause yourself to have injuries because that's a lot of weight that you're doing with the jumping motion. So you can just move the jump rope, then step over it, move it, step over it, swing it with your arms, things like that work to it. Just some key little facts I wanted to put in there. And just for anyone that's looking how to start. And also I wanted you guys to be educated about the terms that you can use regarding working out as well. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Beyond the Fit. I know now you're like, okay, Holly, I am motivated. I am ready to start. You got me going. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to start these exercises. I'm ready to make tomorrow my day one but what do I do? Like now you brought up food, so what am I supposed to eat? That's a very common question that we also get asked about as fitness professionals because once you start where you're like, okay, I'm about to focus on this. What do I need to do? How do I actually start implementing all these great ideas that I have in my head and the way that I want to look and how do I make that into a plan? So one of the hardest things to do with being healthy is eating right. And again, I've said numerous times, I struggle with this as well. I am in this with you. We are in this together. I cannot emphasize that enough because I don't ever want to wake up and eat granola or yogurt and healthy vegetables all day. You know, I'm part of that process as well. The thing for fitness and when you want to be healthy is you have to be completely honest with yourself. You have to be completely honest about your goals You have to be completely honest with what you are going to actually be able to achieve. Identifying where you're weak 
identifying the things that you know you struggle with so that you can implement an accountability partner. You can implement some type of way of tracking your foods, whatever it is, when you are honest, when you know, I'm not going to get up in the morning to go work out if I know that I'm running behind. So then you need to have a more structured day so that you can put eating, working out, all of these things, you can make those things a priority. A key thing that I always recommend for people when they want to start and they want to start eating right is find your balance. You're not going to stick to a diet and you're not going to stick to changing your eating habits unless it's balance. And the thing with balance is that you need to have what works for your body type. Stay away from fad diets. Fad diets work because you are monitoring what you're putting in your body. It's very easy to lose weight and to think that the diet is what is giving you the results, but it's more of you're actually counting calories. You're staying away from carbs or certain certain bad foods. Whatever it is, you're making a conscious decision of what you're going to put in and out your body. That is why they call it a fad because short term, it's going to help you lose weight. It's going to help you do whatever it is that you're trying to do. But long term, you have to actually change your lifestyle. You have to change your eating habits if you want to maintain the weight loss or however your body looks or whatever, you have to continue. You can't just stop. So that means that you need to figure out what works for you. What works for your body type? Is everything going to be set up, set in stone? Are you going to eat the same things every single day? Or are you going to fluctuate? Where's your protein coming in? That's where these fitness apps actually can be what you need. You need to have a fitness app so that you can count your calories. You can count, they call them macro nutrients. And you can do a web search to get some more information about that. Look it up. It's a very good way. A lot of athletes do do that, especially people that are competing, doing fitness things. Download some type of fitness app download a macro counting app. That way you can log your food. So you get the same result from the fad diet because now you are monitoring every single thing that you put in your mouth. Now you're looking at everything that you go to eat and you look at the nutritional value of it. You're going to be able to see everything and you can do this long-term because you're changing the way you think about food. And like I said, I do the same thing. I struggle as well. You know, I drive by Popeye's and smell the hot chicken frying and I want to go and get a three-piece special or whatever the Tuesday special is. You guys know what Tuesday special is. I want to do the same thing. I'm not exempt. I, I too have to do the balance that works for me. And with that balance comes things like cheat meals. and. The thing that I tell people about a cheat meal is do not rob yourself and do not reward your hard work with something unhealthy. If you go work out 
And then you say, whew, okay, I worked out for an hour and I feel great. Now I can have a slice of cheesecake. You basically have just taken away all that you have done. And it is a decision that you need to make every single day. Yes, I do have a cheat meal. I have a cheat meal usually on Fridays. I save it so that I can actually have family time and I can go and it's a socialization thing. And I know that I'm going to have my one cheat meal for the week. It's going to be a good one too. But the rest of the time during the week, I make sure that I'm eating properly. I make sure I'm doing my meal preparation, all all of those things. So that way, whenever I do eat on Friday, it's not a reward for me working out all week. It's just balance of my lifestyle because that makes me feel okay. Now I had this little sample of it. I can go back and do the things that I need to do on tomorrow. Again, stay consistent. I cannot stress how important consistency is to your success. You have to wake up every day and choose you. And that's not just with fitness and health and eating right. That's in life. Every day, you have to wake up and make yourself a priority because the day that you stop choosing you is one, a very sad day. And two, it is the day that all your dreams are just going to disappear. Now you have to start over again. Now you have to figure out where you left off and start over. All the progress that you had goes down the drain. Fitness is a prime example of this because you lose weight, you have momentum, you're working out, you're doing all these great things, and then you stop, gain all the weight back, and now you're back at day one all over again. Consistency is a key to your overall success. Choose you every day. And again, I come from a place of we're in this together. I never want to come off where I'm like, huh, I'm Miss Fitness person and I'm Strong Squad and I can do all of this stuff and you guys need to be like me. No, I would never. That's the whole reason why I love to share my story and my struggles because I can relate and I am trying to be the best version of myself every day as well, just like you. When I see someone eating a big, cheesy, stuffed crust pizza, it's hard for me to say no thank you and go eat something healthy. But again, I know what my goal is. I want you to think about what your goal is. I want you to think about why you're listening, what it is that you want to do, how you want to do it. And I want you to know that guess what? You're the only person that's responsible and the only person that can blame for not being successful. Once you're honest with yourself, once you come up with a plan for yourself, you're going to make sure that you stick to the plan. I believe in you. I know that you can. Whatever your reason is for wanting to do all of this, to change, to be fit, to be healthy, remember that and don't forget it. Don't keep stopping. Don't have to keep starting over. Just continue. If you have a bad day, guess what? Start the next day. Start that evening. You had too many 
whatever at work today, or you just didn't feel like cooking and you ate this. Okay. So tomorrow continue what it is. That's our goal right now, because the last thing you want to do is get to where it snowballs and you're not able to continue and you've lost all the progress that you worked your butt off for. Control what you eat, be honest with yourself, and make sure that you're holding yourself accountable in some kind of way. Figure out what you need to do so that you are accountable for your action. I can give you 5,000 workouts. I can give you all the information in the world. That's one hour of your day. Maybe an hour and a half if you do extra cardio or whatever. An hour and a half of your day, you can be completely motivated, completely focused, give it 110%, whoop butt, walk out of there like a beast. But guess what? You're responsible for yourself for the other 23 hours or 22 and a half hours of the day. Only you can control what's going in your body, what you're consuming, and you are the one that decides how important it is for you to be overall healthy. All of these great things, all of this information about nutrition, you have some information about how to start if you're just looking to start. You have some information about how to have a plan, how to have checkpoints, all of these things. This is our life check for this whole little part that we've been talking about. Make sure that you're implementing these things and don't forget that you deserve to be the best version of yourself. You deserve to be a priority and stop letting life and everything else come into place and stop you from getting what you deserve. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Beyond the Fit. I am so excited about our guest that we have today. You know that today's topic is about fitness. It's about how to get motivated, how to start. And I know a lot of times that's the biggest issue is once you have an idea in your head, you either don't have the motivation, you don't know how to start, whatever the issues are that you're trying to figure out by listening to this show, this next guest is definitely going to be able to help you with all of those questions today. Everyone, super excited. Philly Whedon, if you guys don't follow him on Instagram, start today, okay? Get your life right today. Philly Whedon is actually from Cleveland, Ohio. He's been in the fitness industry for over 22 years, so he knows what he's doing. He has lots of experience. He has his own gym, Voltive Training and Fitness Center in Cleveland, Ohio, which actually won the best fitness center award in Northeast Ohio. So he is doing his thing. He knows exactly what he's doing. So welcome to our show, Philly Wheaton. Thank you, Holly, for having me. All right. So we're going to get right into all of the information that everyone that's listening is curious about. Just tell us really quick what you do, what your program is, what your focus is. Just give them a little background so they know that you are an expert in what you're talking about. I'm a trainer, gym owner, as well as instructor. The trainer, I 
I have clients that I have took from weighing over 250 pounds to now competing in bodybuilding competitions who are, you know, excelling in that and getting their pro cars and, and winning those competitions. So, you know, we, we understand the importance of fitness. We understand all the, the different ins and outs of fitness that will help us to achieve and become the best us. And as well as that, I have a class that I teach called Charged Up. And Charged Up is a high-intense uh, cardio class, you know, where we're just going, going, going through the roof and, you know, it, it definitely helps with the fat burning and it helps with the, the cardiovascular system as well. Yeah. And like I, I told the listeners, I'm posting all of your contact information in the podcast information and the episode information. So you guys like really, and he has tons of free content as well. Yes, absolutely. You have no, no excuse if you're not in Cleveland, Ohio. If you're a Southern Dale like me who does not do well with cold weather, <laughs> I can still catch him on his YouTube channel, Instagram channel, all of that great stuff. One of the big questions that I get asked a lot is about motivation. And I know being in the fitness field, it seems like it's so easy for us where other people are like, how do we start? Where do I begin? I know that you have all sorts of fitness levels from, you know, beginners to the pro people. So what is something that you tell your people like their motivation to start? Once they say they want to start, how do you encourage them and help them? What, what do you use as, as motivation for them? One thing that I do is it's just a simple conversation. How serious is this for you? Because most of the times when we're dealing with people who wanting to change their, change their life, it's eight times out of 10 is because the doctor told them to, you know, or they get married, or it's always a reason behind I need to do this versus I need to do this because it's, it's best for me. So those type of people, the motivation is different. They have a destination when it comes to the, the result. They want it by this time and by this time. And I just really just have a conversation with them, letting them know, you know, how serious I am about their results, you know, about their goals, how serious I am about it. And most people, man, they love the whole part of accountability. You know, no one really wants it, but but to know that someone is holding you accountable, they love it. They love it. They love the fact that someone is willing to be in that corner, stay in that corner, and help them fight out the corner when needed. So it's just a conversation that I have with them. Right, right. And that's actually what I said earlier at the beginning of this show, and I had like a monologue where I'm talking about it, and that's exactly what I said. I said, either the doctor told you, you better get your life together, <laughs> or you have a motivation, either you're trying to get a revenge body, or you're trying to get, get in shape for something else. Oh, yeah, it's funny that I, I had said the same thing. Another question that I was going to ask you as you were talking about that is, I know a lot of people that are overweight, they feel like they can't do high intensity interval training. They feel like they can't do those those types of workouts because they're, they see you know people in shape doing them. What do you do to help your overweight clients, like people that are you know, 250, 300 pounds, and they're trying to start? Can you give us some education with your experience of how you can modify those types of things so anyone can start. The thing with those those types of people is that they just need 
to just be moving. That's it. You know, we, we encourage people to just move. If you can't keep up with us, if you can't do some of the moves, just continue to move. So if you're just standing, standing still, marching in place, moving your arms, that's fine because it starts somewhere. So if you're doing that, that's feeding something inside of you like, oh my God, I can do this. I'm going to move. I'm going to move. Like, I, I get those kind of responses after almost every class. Someone would come up to me and say, hey, I didn't keep up with you all, but I did. I did not stop moving. And that's the that's most important because, again, that, that one movement that you continue to do will get better and better and better as you continue to move and as you continue to keep coming. Right. So that, that's what we, you know, we encourage the people who are feeling like they, they can't do it or they're feeling like, you know, the moves are too fast for them or, you know, anything of that nature. We just encourage them to continue to move because, you know, continue to move and, and continue to keep coming because eventually one day it's going to click and then you're going to find yourself doing a move that you couldn't do when you first started. And then all that's going to do is build the confidence because I tell my clients all the time, man, you don't have to be strong. You don't have to be strong at all. As long as you're confident in it, the confidence will give you the strength that you need because I don't have to be the, the highest jumper, you know, but I know that if I believe that I can do it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to jump as high as I can. Right. So the strength, I mean, the courage will give you the strength that you need. So if, if a person is continuing to come to class and they're building their courage, they're building their self-esteem, and, they, and they're, they're finding themselves doing moves that they said they couldn't do, and now they're doing it, that's going to that's gonna build a belief system inside of them to prove to themselves that I can do this and I'm getting better. So it's not, I'm not wasting my time. Right, right. And to piggyback off of that, what people don't understand also is that there's something called conditioning. And as you start, your body is able to adapt. So what killed you last week, <laughs> this week, you're like, oh, wow. Like, okay, so the more you're doing these things, you're actually conditioning yourself. You're building up that endurance as well. So you can challenge yourself. And that's kind of goes into what I was going to ask you next about challenging because you do have regulars. Like you guys, it's so funny when you look at his page because he has all these people that love posting videos of them like dying in the class and they are getting it okay okay like they are working what do you do to challenge those people so that they don't come into class i know for me i i hate when i go to workout and it doesn't kill me like i'm to the point where i want you to kill me if i'm not dying like how i was at ebony fit after i took your class i was like this is some bull crap okay like <laughs> like i died like five times but if you're not killing me, I don't feel challenged. So how do you continue to challenge the the regulars? Like, how do you, what do you do? Like, what are you like? Okay, this is going to be how I'm going to challenge y'all now. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, it's the movements, you know, um, like if we're doing high knees, then your high knees need to be as high as they can throughout the entire time. You know, if we're doing jumping jacks, your jumping jacks needs to be the, the, the best jumping jack ever. Your legs need to be a wide apart. Your arms need to go straight up and come back down. You know, everything has to be done to execution to the best. And and that's the only way that you're able to do it because they, you know, they, they tell you if you chew your food 30 times each bite, you'll get full before the plate is even up. So the same thing with this. So if you're, if you're doing a jumping jack, the way you're supposed to do a jumping jack and not trying to be cute or trying to take some time off, you know, and, and just moving, just moving, but not actually doing the movement how it's supposed to be done, then you're going to get the best result out of that. I mean, no one, I don't, I don't care what condition you are in, no one is able 
to withstand doing a certain move the best throughout the entire time. No one can. But that's how you build up to that. So if, if I know that I'm a runner and I can run on the concrete for 20 minutes straight without stopping my pace or anything, that 21st minute is what's going to is what's going to require me to tap into a whole nother mental, you know, for me to continue on. That's what it is. So if you're able to do three minutes of high knees straight, they up as high as they can go, that three minutes and 20 seconds is different. So that's how I challenge them. You know, like each time that I teach my class, it's always different. It's always different. Like on the high knee song, we're doing high knees, it's in 30 second intervals, right? But sometimes I'll do it in 40 seconds or sometimes I'll do it for the whole remainder of the song, which is three minutes. So, it, you know, it, it's never you're never people in my class that when they take it, you never know what you're going to get until it happens. And, and that's the beauty of it, because you don't want to be predictable. Because, again, like you said, your body gets conditioned to that. It gets used to doing the same movement at the same time at the same pace. Now, if we're switching up the songs or if we're adding new songs, we're adding quicker tempo songs, faster tempo songs, you know, and the moves are different, then that's what's going to continue to challenge you to, to want to be better and do better. Right, right. And for anyone that's listening, he's giving good information that you can implement into your own workout as well. That's what I said earlier when I was talking. You're The only person that you can blame for your lack of progress is yourself. You have to make yourself a priority and you have to say that I am worth killing myself. I am worth doing this extra work because the only person that's suffering by you not eating right, by you not giving your all in the workout, like Philly said, it's you like you have to push yourself just to piggyback on that because I think that's great information. Now, this man has come up with some crazy stuff. Okay, <laughs> when I see things he posts on his page, he actually did this one exercise where I'm looking for like 30 people to do it as well. Do you remember you were doing a holding squat and then it was like a centipede and everyone got in front of you? What I want to know is how do you come up with these ideas in your head to do these insane things? Like, are you just driving and coming up with it? Are you like, is it when you're on the toilet, in the shower? Like, where do these ideas come from that you're just like, you know what? I'm going to do a wall squat and I'm going to have 20 people like join in with. It's just, I, I, I don't have the thought. It's just, you know, I, I think in the moment. So, you know, I don't, I don't plan when I'm training, I don't plan anything because if a client walks in and I see how their arms looking, then now whatever I had preset for them to do, I want I want to work on their arms now. You know, so it's the same thing when, when I did that. When I did that movement, I was sitting there and I was like, okay, we just worked shoulders, we just did triceps, we did chest, we did back, we did a whole upper body workout right now. Let me add this to it. So I said, if I sit on the wall and have them hold themselves up with their triceps, their arms, that's going to be challenging for them. And I said, let's do it. So, I mean, you, you can tell in the video, when I sit on the wall, I'm like, come on, everybody, come on, one person get in front of the other, one person get in front of the other. And they looking like, what the heck going on? They were. I was looking, I was watching it too. I'm like, wait, what? what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, I, it just happened in the moment. You know, and I, I just said, everybody just lined up. And then, you know, as I started having them do dips, it just, it just, it's different. All right. I was just curious because, like I said, you come up with some insane stuff. So I was wondering if there was a thought process behind this, like when you're brushing your teeth, you're like, 
Today I'm gonna try. You know, I don't. I don't think. I just react in the moment. Let me ask you. This is personal for you. How do you? Because I know us as fitness professionals, we get to the point where we don't even know what's considered successful to us anymore. It all kind of gets kind of vague. Like, okay, we want to stay looking a certain way, or well, when I know that I go up to this much body fat, it's time to cut back. So we kind of have like these small goals. But what to you? defines your success fitness wise like what are your things that you do you use as your own accountability and your own checkpoints to describe yourself as being fit and i'm successful at being fit well it's, it's the same thing i have you know with like what you just said like with me is i know that i'm the the go-to person I know that I'm the person that people look at for uh, aspiration. It's like, okay, he hasn't fallen off yet. He continues to get better. He's continuing to work on himself, and he's continuing to push himself. So with me, it's just me knowing that I'm, I have to have or hold that responsibility of knowing that I'm in the public's eye and I'm representing fitness in that public eye. So it's like, you know, I have to stay on my toes because that's a lot of pressure. You said people fall off all the time. People, you know, get back on, fall off, get back on, fall off at least two or three times a year. And with me, it's like I can't afford to fall off because if I fall off, then I fall right into that pool of people who thinks it's okay to do that you know so i so i just want to be able to be the example of do what you say you're gonna do right 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 if you want to get better, get better we don't write checks that we can't cash over here right now i do know also because you do have a lot of followers and you do have a lot of people that you know look up to you but then there's also negativity that comes with anyone in the fitness field anyone that's trying to do something that's not what everyone sees all the time and and you definitely are you unique with your Timberland boots and the sunglasses. So you have your own little unique swag. How do you deal with the negativity? Because I know there's some haters out there. How do you deal with that negativity? And how do you keep your mental health where it should be so that you can be performing? I don't really, honestly, man, I don't really hear the negative. I don't hear the negativity because it's never, it's never directed to me. So it's never like, oh my God, he thinking he's this, he think he's that. Because I don't care myself that way so i don't hear that part so it, it's never it's never an issue for me you know i just continue to just be myself i'm not doing it for attention i'm not doing it because i want to be different i'm just doing it because i like it like i really like sunglasses you know i really like wearing timberlands and the reason why i wear timberlands is because it makes me feel like i'm invincible it makes me feel like like the, the whole grit iron type feel you know, I feel like a superhero, you know, when, when I'm working out in my boots, you know, and I, that's how it started. You know, I had my boots on one day. I left my, I forgot my tennis shoes and I had to work out. So I, I started working out and I'm like, man, I feel strong for some reason. And in my mind, I just linked me feeling and being strong to my boots. The look that it gave me, you know, because I looked in the mirror and I was like, wow, I look, I look strong. I look, I look confident. So it's like, I, so I just continue, you know, to, to do it because it's like my superhero costume. Put my boots on, put my glasses on, and I feel like I can run through a wall. I'm going to give me some boots today. Maybe that'll help me get, get in shape. Oh. <laughs> Now, I know that a lot of our listeners are in this middle age population. Like I said a few times, I, I still think I'm 28 in my head, but then my body is like, no, you're not. What are some of the common complaints that you do hear from women 30 plus? And how do you try to address that to basically 
a modification for middle-aged people because even though we think we're young, that's the first thing. Well, I know women always say that to me. Oh, girl, I'm too old to do that. Or I can't do that. That's what the young people do. Do you deal with that? Because I know you have a lot of women that are at your gym. This is when you have to know how to manipulate muscle. And the same muscle is just a different way of how you're doing it. Because if, I, if I'm 20 years old and I'm able to squat past my, you know, past the 90 degree angle, then I'm not lifting much. So what actually am I really working? Because you're not working the quad when you go that low. Now it takes the pressure to your joints. You don't work your quad until you pass the 90 degree angle. When you pass that, then that's what it, your quad needs to jump in and it helps you stand up. But before that, it's your knees. Every All the pressure is on your knees because now the is, is nothing holding you up. All the pressure is on your knees if you pass 90 degrees. So it's, 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 I mean, you just have to know what you're dealing with. And if you're a great trainer, a good trainer, you don't want to teach that anyway. You don't want to teach that you need to get that low in order to, to be the best. You don't because now, you know, again, like I said, you're, you're, you're implementing, you're planning something in their head for them to know that they have to do it this way in order to be successful. And that's not true. It's many roads to success. You know, it's many highways to success. You don't have to take the straightaway to get there. You can, you know, some people have to take the streets. Some people can't drive the highway. So it's the exact same way with fitness. You know, you don't, you can't, it's just different modifications for everything is modified. Everything. Even the bodybuilders now, most bodybuilders as they get up in age, they don't even use steel, steel plates. They go to the machines because you still know what you're doing it's just a way that you have to do it now if i use these steel plates these steel weights and i'm bench pressing i'm squatting i'm doing all this it's more pressure on my joints than it is my muscle and it's harder for me to bounce back because now i'm in pain i'm aching all the time but if i use this machine then this machine is going to always assist me because it's with cape it's going to always assist me because i don't have to go as heavy because my form is always correct right so that's actually some very good advice for anyone that's listening and again that they're trying to to start their own workout program or whatever at home is he's giving some very good information about utilizing those machines. Everyone that goes to the gym, they feel like, oh, I can't go to the gym because I'll have to go up to that section where the weights are. And I don't know any exercises to do with the weights. And that's what Philly's saying that, hey, Use those machines. Use the safety mechanisms that those machines have to make sure you're using the right range of motion and stuff like that. So really good information. So we don't want to hear anybody saying, I'm too old. I can't do that. I'm too- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you're not. I'm old and I'm doing it. Last question is, I know I've said a few times in my self-reflection moments is basically is that, you know, it's a struggle for me to work out every day. And I want people that are listening to know that we're in this together. We don't just wake up and want to go eat clean and we don't want to go and yeah, it's fun to work out, but I would much rather be laying on the beach somewhere not doing anything <laughs> and not having anything. Well, I talk about that, about how this is a struggle for us. We're all in this together. What do you do when you wake up in the morning, I know you said that fitness, you teach fitness, so you have to be, but do you have anything that you like when you just don't feel like it? Do you have anything that's like your motivator to get out and go and go, let me go lift some weights. Let me go work out or whatever. Like, do you have something you use as your own personal motivator for when you don't feel like doing it? Well, yeah. I tell myself how I don't want to look. 
Because I don't, because naturally, naturally, I'm like 170, 75 pounds, naturally, right? And to me, it's like, I don't want to ever see myself at 175 pounds. As long as I can, can, can handle it, you know, God forbid, nothing happens to me and something like that. But if I'm able to control that, I don't want to be seen at 175 pounds because to me, that's not a person that's going to be able to go, 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 let's go, let's go. They're looking at you like, really? I, I need to be, so with me, you know, it helps me, it helps my career, it helps, you know, the, the people who are looking, the people who want to aspire to, to have something or look like something. It, it, it only benefits me to continue to look the way I look because to me, I know that one missing one day, to me, makes me feel like I just failed myself, you know, and I don't want to. I don't want to feel like a failure to myself because I believe that that's something I could have controlled. I chose to sit there on that couch and say, I'm not going to go today. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if I'm sick, that's different. If, if I'm unable to, that's different. But if I'm making the choice to sit here because I'm just feeling lazy and I don't feel like doing it, then that, that's just a decision I have to live with. And I don't want to live with it. I don't want to live with the decision that I let myself down because to me, I feel like a hypocrite. If I'm telling people to fight through it, push through it, you can, no matter what's going on, you can still do it. I don't want to be the person that show them that it's okay to not do it. No, I don't want to be that way. I don't want to be that way at all. It's okay to have rest days, yes. But the days that I'm supposed to do it, I need to do it, regardless of what's going on. Right, and that's why I said, too, about having accountability checkpoints. If you have it in your planner and you know every day at this time it's my gym time, don't make excuses. It's so easy to make excuses for ourselves. And in a previous show, I talked about when your kids need something, you're going to bend over backwards to make sure they have whatever they need. If they, if, if they have a project in the morning, you're going to Walmart at 11 o'clock at night to make sure. But then when it comes to us, we always, oh, we got every excuse in the world why we cannot do something for ourselves. That goes without accountability too. So that's great. All that good information, all of that great stuff, you guys, make sure you follow him. Philly, tell us about your location, where you are. Give us your handles, all of that great stuff, how to reach you. I'll put it in the podcast information also, but for people who don't actually go read that and they're just listening, just go ahead and tell them all the ways to get in touch with you. Philly Wheaton, everything is Philly Wheaton associated to me. My Instagram handles Philly Wheaton. My Facebook is Philly Wheaton. Twitter Philly Wheaton website Philly Wheaton. So it's not it's not hard to um, find me. It's not hard to find me at all. I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. You can ask anybody you know where I am in Cleveland. They will let you know you know how how to get to me, how to reach me. I'm definitely approachable. You know I, I don't want to be seen as a person. Oh my God, he's too busy. Just reach out. You know I may not be able to get back to you as soon as you think I can, but I definitely will get back. And uh, I pride myself on being the open door type of guy because you know so many of us have questions. You know even if we are experts. We still have questions, you know, and if I'm able to help, if I'm able to point you in the right direction, then I'm I'm more than willing to do that. I want to do that because I don't want people to, to get to a, a block in the road and feel like, oh, I can't get around this. I've gone as far as I can. Yes, you probably have gone as far as you can. However, there's someone who's willing to help you over that block or help you move that block out of the way. So, you know, contact me. If you need to contact me, do that. Again, everything is Philly Weedon. All my Instagram, I mean, you know, all my social handles are, are Philly Weedon. Website, Philly Weedon. And, you know, YouTube, Philly Weedon. Everything is Philly Weedon. And I, I've made it that way because, you know, you don't want to have 10,000 names for 10,000 social medias. Exactly. And the spelling for that is P-H-I 
F-I-L-L-Y-W-E-E-D-E-N. Philly Whedon. And all that information is there. I'm also going to add some links of Philly's social media for you guys to reference and look at as well. It will actually be in the episode notes. So make sure you review that. You can click on the links. There'll be tons of information on his page. You can sort of go stalk his page after you click on one of the links that I post. There's several different things to show you like techniques that you can do at home. You can be at work. You can be anywhere on vacation as well as he has tons and tons and tons of motivational and inspirational posts. I know recently there was a lady that was actually wheelchair constrained and she showed how she was able to use her upper body and complete the whole charged up workout when Philly was out of town somewhere. Please, please, please make sure you check him out. Use all of the free information he's given you. A lot of the information is on his YouTube page as well. So don't miss out on all of his great information that he shares. If you have ever listen to one of my shows, you know that I always have a life check. And that's what I have in my book day one. And I always want to make sure that we have a synopsis of where we're going with this, what our goals are for this, what did we learn, how to take that information and retain it and actually put it into our lives. Today, we talked about a bunch of fitness stuff. We've given you lots of ideas about if you're motivated, if you're just trying to do something. Yes, the show is beyond the fit, but on this episode, we want to actually talk about outside fit and how important it is for you to make yourself a priority. Quit making excuses, quit taking care of everyone else and not taking care of yourself. That's so, so important. You have to be able to realize how important your fitness and your health is as well. So whatever is motivating you, if you want the revenge body, or if you're just trying to be healthy and get in the best shape possible, giving you tons of ways to go about it, go to the gym, start home workout, like Philly was saying, you can do his videos, things like that, YouTube, whatever it takes. It's just that you have to decide that you are important enough and you deserve to be healthy. Thank you so much for tuning in to Beyond the Fit. And thank you, Philly Whedon, for sharing all of your expertise with us as well. And you guys stay strong.